He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Wait, wait, I just, I think I just, did you just, yeah, yeah, I just had an idea. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 81 of the Almost Daily Show with your host Chandler and the Dave Picardi. And a very special guest, we've got Eli from MDI Apparel here. We've heard what he produces is the next best thing since individually wrapped cheese slices. Nice. My favorite. <laughs> Pretty solid right there. That was a solid intro, Chad. So good. Hey guys. So good. So why don't you introduce yourself a little bit, Eli? Tell us about you, about your sparkling personality and all the sunshine and gumdrops you experience every day. Uh, well, they just introduced me, but uh, we own MDI Apparel, former, uh, unfortunately failed box owner, but um, everything works out for a reason. We started MDI <laughs> because of that uh, and learned a lot. And uh, we're just here today to kind of talk about some things and what we do and how it fits in with you guys and answer any questions in the comments. Is that possible? Maybe? I don't know. Probably not. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so... Yeah, we've been we've been um, working with with you now for probably about six months on and off, and um, I think you get an amazing business model. Uh, I, I I love the thing, and I I'm actually excited to talk about it a little bit in here. Here, I guess you yeah you talk about it in your words, right? Because I, I don't think I can do it justice. I think the cool thing about Eli that everybody should look into is he saves one of the most fundamental things that we have. What we don't have is time. And he gives you the ability to get high quality products that you don't have to go out there and source yourself, figure out how to find, and then go through 35 different printers and figure out that three of them didn't work well and then waste a lot of money. And you could probably save yourself 17 hours just by talking to Eli once. So, well, so I, I had this, I had this conversation uh, yesterday with somebody and um, I think everybody listening and going to watch this can say like, Last time I ordered t-shirts, did I have to chase people for money? Probably. Um, did I have a million people come up to me and say, well, I don't, you know, I don't really like black t-shirts or, you know what, that last t-shirt you got is like, it didn't really fit me well. Can I get this one that I saw on this website from this company that's selling this design? Um, a big problem that we had as, as box owners is, we set deadlines, right? We have deadlines at MDI and I think the same thing happened. Um, I thought we'd get away from that, but we haven't. But same thing happens with you guys. You set deadlines of you guys have one week, write your name on the board, send me an email, write a message, tell me your size, your color. You order everything. And as soon as you click the button to place the order with your printer and everything, the headache you think is done, you know, that one person, two people, 10 people come up and say, Hey, I want a t-shirt. And you're like, well, it's too late. And if you're a sucker like I am, <laughs> um, if my minimum was 36, what did I do? I went out that very same day, as soon as I placed the order the next day, and I placed an order for 36 more shirts and maybe sold six of those 36. Um, and basically, the money that I thought I was going to be counting and putting in my pocket is is basically gone because... Um, you know, most people, you have a finite amount of members 
and there's only going to be so many people that are going to buy it. So many people you're going to bring on. And by the time you get new members and new blood, you're probably going to have new designs, new t-shirts, new events, new year. Uh, we eliminate all of that by doing everything print on demand for you guys. So there's no wasted inventory. There's no wasted time. They get to choose which products um, and basically just take care of those things that we all know happen every single time. Cause that we, I don't know. Dave and Chandler could probably attest to it. Pre-orders and stuff like that. They do work, but there is that dark side of pre-orders, which is all of the stragglers of the gyms who want something after you told them every single day, the whiteboard, the coach announcement, the Facebook post, the email blast, the blog thing, <laughs> the personal conversation. And they go, well, I didn't know you ended the deadline. Right. Well, I thought I had another day. Well, no, that's that's not what we said 30 times already. So, well, when every when everybody's wearing the gear and they're saying, "Did I did I miss an order?" And you're like, "How did how didn't you see it?" You know. You're like, "Well, you, you kind of missed um, it." I we only had 35 updates, right? Well, I think for me, like, like just like listening to this, you know, from a you know, one convenience standpoint, um, I think the biggest thing though is the customization yep. aspect. Um uh, you know, like we put an order in and it's, you know, it's whatever it's, you want a sweatshirt and it's, it's um, $18 for the sweatshirt and you get one color, you know, front. And if you want to add a color, it's, you know, or add, you know, maybe it's a dollar fifty a color and then you want to add the backside. And I mean, this thing just keeps getting custom. You're like, Hey, can I put my name on the sleeve? Yeah. That's another, you know, screen. And, you know, so it just, it's never ending the add-ons to each. And then you can only do it as a whole order. Where it's like, all right, so I'm going to get 40 pieces, and this is what it's going to look like, and right. everybody's going to get the same thing. And um, your product and your your service totally crushes that. And so, t- tell us about that. Tell us about how can I customize gear, and what's that look like for my members? Yes, I mean, the, I think the fun part about what we do is is exactly that custom. So it can be custom. You can most people will go on and they will buy the product the way that it is, and they don't want to hassle with it. But you're going to get a, a a larger and larger percentage of the people with the open, uh, for example, which is probably the, one of the best examples throughout the year. Is most gyms do some form of Friday light Friday night lights teams, um, regardless of how involved you are with people having the dream of regionals and competing in the open itself for the game. Um, everybody pretty much has teams. And what we see is really fun is the gyms creating a logo on the front that they have control over, uh, picking team colors for the shirts. But then the fun part is, is at least in our gym and many of the gyms we work with is we come together as a team and we start brainstorming the most ridiculous team names that we can possibly think of. Um, and if you're lucky enough to have some graphic designers at your gym or team, you can probably get them to whip something up pretty funny for free, most likely. And then you put that on your shirt. And so, I don't know. There's nothing cooler than that. Putting, you know, going in and being able to get four shirts if your team has four people. Going in and getting your shirt and putting your your crazy team name on the back. And everybody gets to have an opportunity to do yeah. that. And And the only organization that it requires is you know, clicking a couple buttons and loading the graphic to the t-shirt and buying it. Um, there's, there's no, right. I don't know. You guys know, uh, you know, everybody that's watching knows, um, mock-ups and email back and forth. And I don't like that <laughs> and place that here. And can you fix this? You can do all of that on your own, on the platform while you're purchasing, um, instant feedback, instant gratification to an extent. Cause we still have to print it for you and ship it. But, um, 
yeah, that, that's the fun part is putting those type of custom prints on there. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's super convenient. So for people who don't know how it works or what we're <clears> even <throat> talking about, walk us through the process. How do you get started? What does it look like? And how is it made to be simple so you don't have to go back and forth and look at mock-ups and do all these things? And talk, about, talk to us about the progression. Uh, so one of the things we've done... Um, to make it as easy as we possibly can is we do a whole formal onboarding process for you. So whereas um, you may find other platforms out there and things like that, where you're kind of left to your own um, capabilities and current knowledge base, um, we sign you up. We schedule at least an hour long call with you. Um, some people take less, some people take more. And we sit there and go through your website. We show you all the main, um, you know, functional pieces of the website. We spend a lot of time on creating the t-shirts, pricing them appropriately, um, showing you examples of what the members see and customizing it. But we're, we're basically there. Um, I would say for the most part, we can get into like maybe 20 hours a day and seven days a week we're available to you. So we're never leaving you, um, you know, in the dark or on your own to figure things out. We basically walk you through the whole process. We help you load files if need be, convert things, create products, um, just help you every step of the way so that when you launch it, um, you're ready to go. And it's not something that takes forever. And we, we can typically set people up with their store and really technically have them selling and providing those products to their members within days, depending on the gym owner schedule. So it's not... Whereas before... With me putting in a bulk order screen print, even with my gym, it was what's the design? Get it to the printer. He sends me a mock up. I'm like, that's garbage. I thought you said you were a graphic designer, but evidently <laughs> you just pasted two Google images together and it's horrible. So, um, and it, it turned into this, you know, two week, three week, four week long process. I've heard horror stories of other people that they've ordered stuff and six months later they got the shirts and it wasn't even what they wanted. Um, so we, we've just taken that into account. Everything that you guys have ever experienced in a bad way, we're trying to do everything in a good way, a quick way, an easy way. Um, and then for your members, like I said, we, we spend a lot more time now educating the gym owners on all of the good things that the other gym owners are doing successfully, as well as what not to do. Um, so that again, you're not trying to reinvent the wheel with your store or think that your idea is the best or the worst. We're kind of giving you like, Hey, don't do that. Do this, this, and this. Um, and if you do it, right. You're more than likely to see results. Obviously we can't guarantee everybody has the same culture, but. But I think that was something special uh, that I picked up from uh, working with you is you're not just selling gear. You're actually spending a ton of time behind the scenes working on how do I make uh, an affiliate successful selling gear, right? What, what can you bring to the table? Uh, so it's more like a strategic partnership you're offering Definitely. these gyms, you know, where it's, it's not, uh, you know, it's smart business really. It's, you know, how can you, how can you grow as a business and sell more gear? Uh, and for you, the solution was to kind of jump in the boat with the affiliate owners and help them succeed at their events, uh, you know, selling gear, different ideas, uh, so that was, that was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed that part of your business. And, the, and the yeah, cool, it's pretty cool. The cool part for me too is I learned a lot of things just from um, other affiliate owners and talking to them, whether they work with me or not. So what we've been today's point is like we're 
it's not the same thing anymore, right? Everything evolves. I, we're all on these forums. We all listen to these podcasts, uh, whether you're a coach, a gym owner, a business mentor, a marketer, uh, hopefully everybody is watching and seeing and doing everything and, you know, focusing on your own business, but it's, it's good to see what's going on. Um, we're evolving and doing new things. Apparel is evolving and you have more capability. And the biggest thing that right. we see is you want to offer better coaching, nicer facilities. You want showers, you want towel service, you want all these things to grow your business and offer these services to your members. But then the biggest thing that we see is that your apparel still run the same exact way. You're limited in selection. You're limited in styles and graphics and things that you can offer because nobody really truly has a retail presence as even a 300 member box, like 300 members is, is awesome from that perspective of it. But when you start talking about apparel and retail, it's not the type of turnover that you need, uh, like a traditional, you know, apparel only business. And so all we're trying to do is get out there and educate people that you're evolving and growing and innovating everything else in your gym. And now you can do it with the apparel by, I mean, we just got hats made. So we do embroidery on demand. You want hats, you want coaches jackets. Um, you want other cool things that normally you would like, is there, are there 40 people or 20 people in your gym that want a really cool high dollar embroidered jacket? Probably not, but do you have three or four or five people that may want that? Um, yeah, you do. And you can sell that to them and you can generate a profit off of that with zero risk. Um, so, you know, what's cool about that is I remember back in the day buying like highly things. It was like a, like a million dollars for a jacket right. and you'd have to buy like 12 or 14 of them right. and you'd go bankrupt trying to get enough jackets from your members. And then you'd end up having three people who actually wanted the thing. And then, so you eat all the money. So I think what you're saying here is pretty cool. The fact that I can go on there and say, Hey, I want this for two people and I can just send them to my online store and they can buy it. And then it's all taken care of. Oh yeah. So we, we we're actually going to be pushing more and more embroidery. We just did some really cool coaches jackets. They were expensive. Don't get me wrong. Um, but the, they got them for their coaches. And now they said all the members love them so much. The members want access to it. Um, and so we're just, like I said, which, uh, you no. Know, I was to say, Eli, like, so now the other cool thing that I see about this is, you know, say you do, um, you're doing one-off, you know, like pre-orders, right? And then that thing's done and you move on to the next pre-order. I'm looking at the platform saying, well, now you can take that design that you had done, put it into the store. Right? So now people can right. one-off buy it whenever they want and they don't have to, you don't have to then get another order together, a minimum 12 pieces, you know, do that whole thing. And it removes me having to do the yeah, work I mean, as a, as the gym some, Like it's just there. So once it's up, it's up. We have some unnamed competitors where they, um, and I'm sure it works. Different things work for different people, but you, you know, you create a calendar where you dictate who can buy what, when. Um, and the reality is we're all different in an extent. So yes, do we coach our store owners to be, you know, focused in their efforts with the store? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Um, but do we want them to have some flexibility? Like, yeah, definitely. So the biggest trend that we've seen that I, that I personally did not anticipate and I didn't build it into our production model. And I just didn't, I didn't price a lot of things appropriately for is I, I thought people would go on the platform and just mimic exactly the same buying patterns that they did when they did bulk orders where they were just like, you had a hundred members, 
maybe 50 of them always buy the shirt. So I thought we would get 50 people that would go on and 50 people will buy one t-shirt. And the complete opposite of the spectrum happened. 50 people would actually go on and 50 people bought more than just a t-shirt. They bought their kids a t-shirt, their wife a tank top, their friend a hoodie. Um, When we came out with shorts and leggings and the booty shorts and all of that, it was kind of slow going for a couple months until people started getting indoctrinated into the stores more and understanding what it was. And then that's one of like our biggest sellers. And so the point in saying that is imagine for a second that even if you had a calendar for the year where you had to do all those pre-orders for, you know, let's say eight different products, that's eight different products and eight different pre-orders and 150 members and this many colors and that many things. Whereas it's just there. It takes you about a minute to create a product. It's up for sale as soon as you save it. And if people want to go on and buy four things, buy four things. If they want to buy one thing, buy one thing. Um, but quite often, like I said, um, much to our dismay sometimes, uh, people are spending at least $75 or more. And not only are they buying multiple items, which is representing your brand more with everything that they're wearing, but we also didn't anticipate the fact that they were actually going to leverage the customization piece of it. Um, we have people that start off with a $25 t-shirt with a center chest graphic. And then all of a sudden, by the time they're done purchasing it, it maybe cost them $40 or something crazy like that. But that's because they put a graphic here, they put a graphic here, then they put their name on the back under the collar. And then they're like, Oh, cool. You know what? I would really like this little slogan and slang on the bottom of my t-shirt. Uh, and you would never be able to call that a tramp stamp. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah definitely. <laughs> now it's an affliction shirt. <laughs> I was always told you don't get your name on you, but I guess CrossFitters, they love putting their name on everything that they have. So, yeah. Um, From their shoes exactly. to their shirt to their face. I, but that's, yeah, that's, oh, but yeah. that's it. I mean, it's, so it's, it's awesome to see. And obviously, you have the people that go on and they would be the same buying trend where they're like, oh, cool, you came out with a new t shirt. You have an online store. That's awesome. I'll take my one t shirt now. Thanks. Um, but more often right. than not, the, the people are having fun with it. And more so than just hawking products and talking about retail and generating profits and stuff like that, the thing that we found works a whole lot more is the fact that you are drawing in your community to have some sort of commemorative memorabilia for an event and a thing that you guys do that keeps them, in my opinion, engaged for the long run. We've had a lot of gyms do... Um, we've had a, we had one gym that did a plane pool. They did dragon boat races for uh, breast cancer. They did a plane pool for <laughs> autism. They did all these cool events that have nothing to do with CrossFit at all whatsoever. And they made a commemorative t-shirt. And I guarantee you when people show up to the gym six months, eight months, 12 months down the line, and they're wearing their tank top from that event, not only are they going to reminisce with the people that they were there with, somebody else knew is going to say, oh, that's really cool. Where'd you get that from? Or like, what was that? Are they going to do that again? Um, you know, so it's, it's, we're finding that with the online platform, it's more than just you going on like, Hey guys, we have, it's wintertime, get a hoodie or Hey, check out our new design. It's what are our community events that are coming up and how do we just add the extra layer of camaraderie, um, commemorative aspect to it and just tying it in. So I don't know about you guys, but as I get older, my memory gets worse. And I forget a lot of stuff that I shouldn't. And I don't know why that is. It could be for a multitude of reasons. But um, if I have something, whether it's now it's 
a lot of digital media, right? I get, I don't know who has, I have Amazon uh, Prime Cloud where it backs up all my photos that I take every day, whether they're the ridiculous ones that I shouldn't be snapping screenshots of or yeah. good ones. And every, <laughs> yeah. every day now it pops up and it says, you know, remember on this day, this year, and it'll tell me like how many years I've been saving photos. Um, and you know, you go down memory lane. So the t-shirt, my point is the t-shirt is that same type of memory lane for your gym members. And I think continuing to engage them and reminding them and reminding owners like, Hey, yeah, we did some of those events and they were really fun and we had a lot, you know, a great turnout, but, um, <laughs> so I, I think, um, you touched on something really cool there and, you know, so say as a gym owner, like say I do a, a basic sweatshirt and I do a one, you know, a, a one color print on the front and I right. can buy them for $15 each printed. And, you know, and then I say, all right, so I'm going to do an order, uh, pre-sell. Uh, but like, actually I had a local print shop just did this. I could get them for 15 bucks each printed right. holiday right. order. I had to buy yeah. 50. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. So they're cheap. So you get them, you go, okay, I, I sell them for $35 and then look at all the profit margin we made. Right. right? But now I, I still have a stack of sweatshirts. So, so I didn't make a profit margin. I'm actually probably break even on the whole order and those things. That's great. There'll be an inventory and it'll sell out maybe. Uh, probably not. And I think that that's looking at it in terms of pre-sales and maybe making a little profit where, you know, the amount of work it took me to do one, like just like who wants what size? They tell me, well, that was it. Like that was the work. If I was set up, uh, if, if that order went through MDI's store, it would have been, that's the end of my work as right. a business owner. And all I have to do is share it out. Uh, and I think that's a big piece where, you know, Chan and I do the relationship marketing stuff. And uh, if I could afford to just pay for all my members to wear right. all my gear, yeah, I'd do it from a marketing standpoint, right? That's, that is your branding, your marketing. Um, so I, I think that there's a big conversation to be had about the gyms that try to try to do it as a way to make money. And that's their focus as opposed to a way to, yes, make a little bit of money, make it super convenient for your members. But ultimately, right. you're trying to get as many people in your gear as possible. That, right? Or why sell your own gear? Why not just go you know, yeah. buy Nike stuff, right? The, the oxymoron to the whole thing is that I, if I look up the list of the most successful box owners that we have with our platform, they are the ones that are more about branding, marketing, and community. Yeah. And they've told me on numerous times, like, yeah, they're cool with making a profit and me sending them a commission check. <clears throat> but really, at the end of the day, <clears throat> we are a we are pretty much a pure premium service convenience play um, that makes life easier and gets something out there that normally would have taken time and money to do. So the people who actually sell the most with our platform are the people who care least about it being a money generator because they know at the end of the day that um, at least with CrossFit gyms, I'm not going to say this, make a broad generalization of all like fitness businesses and stuff like that, but I, I can probably safely say that most CrossFit gyms with the sizes that they are from all the ones that we've talked to, just like you guys have um, retail is, is supplementary. And a lot of times it takes a lot more time away from their day when they should work. have been doing personal training sessions. They should have been throwing seminars and adding class times and, you know, just where their main revenue generates. I'll give you guys an example with our business. Um, 
I got all this awesome new printing equipment, <laughs> by the way, that makes everything easy, fast. It looks incredible. And when I posted that, like, so the printing world has the same type of forums that the CrossFit world has, right? I posted the fact that I had all this and kind of making jibes at some past suppliers and things like that. But when people see that you upgraded to the stuff that they only dream that they could purchase one day for their business, they start emailing you and saying, listen, I want to push all this business to you. What's your pricing? And initially I'm always like, yeah, send it to me. And then I start looking at the numbers and I'm like, it's business, but is it, as profitable as the business that I have with like something like the CrossFit community. And at the end of the day, I say no and I'll work with them, but I won't chase it. And I'll put them on the back burner. And it's just the same mentality for the CrossFit gym owners. Yes. Right. You can work with MDI as well with a bulk order. We could probably get you the same $15 hoodie and you can have your margin, but where's your time better spent? What's the true impact of having this type of platform for your business and really where does it really fit in? And it fits in on all the other things that we kind of discussed. Um, because if, I don't know, honestly, everybody can take this with a grain of salt and maybe some won't call me or whatever. But, um, my, my experience is, is if you're, you're stressed about, you know, the cost of what we do for your business, what I've kind of learned, uh, and it's not, and it's case by case, but, there's probably other things going on with the business that probably need to be addressed before worrying about going from a 50% profit margin to a 35% profit yeah. margin on your apparel. Um, yeah, right. you know, because I never made a penny. There are a bunch of freedom first fitness landing CrossFit hoodies and t-shirts out here in New <laughs> Jersey somewhere that people are wearing because when we shut down the gym, unfortunately all the profit was in like four. <laughs> true, there it is. Um, and so, you know, I have, I have yet to really see, not that they don't exist. I have yet to see a, a gym out there where, you know, I don't know, people probably call my shit on this, but, um, where, 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 where I mean, you have where to have apparel a, just is, it, it, does it help the bottom line? Yes. But it's not your revenue generator. It's not how you're growing your business. It's not how you're right. paying your paycheck, your coaches, and it's not how you're opening up that second facility or buying a new one. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. And with these kind of stores, well, what so it does is it gives you the opportunity to not only like produce things and have them sitting there, but they can stay there. And so you don't have to continuously produce. And one of the most difficult things in apparel is managing inventory. So right. what should I buy? How much of it should I buy? What should I maintain? If I want to put a, a Shopify or something up, now I have to maintain inventory and I have to pay attention to this. And if you don't want to pay attention, but you want the same experience, then you go over and you look at this on-demand direct to garment printing. And so now they can produce the thing the once, get it set up in your store, and then it's there forever. And people can go back and purchase it whenever they want. They can organize it into seasonal sections and all of those kinds of things. And it allows you to not have to do the thing that sucks the most, which is manage inventory and then screw up your inventory management seven times before you figure it out and waste a lot of money doing it. I was say something that, you know, like, so Shannon and I help people work through, um, like say the, the entire client life cycle. And so if you have multiple programs or multiple events and all that, that stuff in your gym, then a part of your overall marketing strategy, tying it together is, you know, your apparel. And so, wouldn't it be so much nicer to not have to do all that work and have, you know, every program have its own apparel, you know, that's branded on it and, uh, you know, events and all that and have it just permanently in the store so that when somebody joins your boot camp, 
you know, like you, you can have your own code. If you want to produce t-shirts and give them away free, you can just go in with your code so that you right. pay for it that ships to their house, right? Like, and it's just automatic, you know, and, and you can have that for your weightlifting teams, your, um, it could be a CrossFit program, boot camps, yoga, whatever it is, uh, but have pre-set up stuff. Uh, you yep. only have to, it's, it's like set it and forget it, you know? So I think it's, um, I think that's just, it's an amazing service that you do. And I think that it's uh, definitely light years ahead of the industry, which I, which is a winner. Well, and, and, and I don't know, upgrade your lifestyle, you know, um, I, my wife and I, well, I won't, I won't, never mind. I won't talk about that thing, but uh, <laughs> my wife no, and I do this. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> It was gym related, but I'll leave it at that. But um, long story short, guys, is I I see it. I'm part of the CrossFit affiliate owners forum, just like all the other CrossFit box owners and a few level ones. Um, I stay under the radar for good reason, because I was told by some of the administrators that we also work with that uh, just keep my mouth shut. Don't post anything. Don't be that guy. Uh, If somebody asks about apparel, say whatever you want. Obviously, respectful and whatever. Um, but I see it day in and day out. Every couple months, somebody goes on and says, Hey, anybody have a good t-shirt guy? I've been through four and I had this problem and you will see our name pop up there more and more and more. That's, that's a fact. Um, but you'll also see, um, the same, the same solution to the same problem presented by different people, but it's just, again, it's the same Somebody says, I had this issue, this issue, this issue. And then the solution that some people will provide, it's great. They may have great experiences. There are some great companies out there who do bulk order screen print. No dig against them. But you're basically saying, I have this problem. So I'm going to try to solve it by doing the same thing, but with a different person. Exactly. Someone that's promising me that they can can actually deliver on the problem. Well, but so what they're doing is they're saying, I got, I got this problem. You have the same exact solution and you're just promising you're not going to be bad like That's the right. last guy. That's right. And what, you're saying you're not going to screw it right. up. <laughs> and what we're saying is call us, email us, talk to us. You don't have to use us, right. but explore your options just like you expect your members to do with your programs and your pricing and everything else and actually say, okay, I have a problem. There's actually a company called MDI. That's that called does something <laughs> that that does something different, right? Right. That is supposed to solve the solution. Let's try it, or let's talk to them. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And better yet, what I've been doing is I tell them go on the forum and ask about us. Don't even talk to me. Talk to somebody else. Um, I think we've grown big enough where we maybe have a few haters out there now. I hope not. I don't think so. But yeah, um, you're not really making it unless you have a hater. But yeah, haters make it possible. <laughs> I'm 100% confident that if, if somebody were to post something in the owner's group about us and ask a question, um, I'm pretty confident that we'd have quite a long list of people who would have a lot of great things to say. And I also know that a lot of our clients would not even hesitate for one second to actually tell the truth about some of our growing pains and issues, good and bad, that we've done. Um, but I, you know, I'm confident that just ask ask us we're going to tell you everything's great and i'm kidding out i tell people the bad things too but um <laughs> it's all sunshine you know, yeah um but i tell people to ask around and i've been learning that as well as ask around find out you know like I, 
yeah. just don't go jump right into the next solution that's the same solution for the same problem. Find a new solution for the same problem. Like, fix it. Don't do the same thing. It doesn't right. make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Um, yeah. You got to find the things that work, not right. do the things that so don't work. That's, I mean, that's all I have, guys, is, is just get outside of your comfort zone. If you're innovating and upgrading everything else in your business, your personal life, and, and making your gyms better, um, explore a different opportunity. That's all we ask. Because um, if not, you know, there's definitely quite a bit of things that you could possibly be missing out again. And um, like I said, ask around about us. We've had our fair share of um, delays and issues and things like that. But, you know, one of the reasons I love working with the CrossFit community is for the most part, everybody we work with, members included, understand 100% what we go through to facilitate this business model for them because they themselves have gone through the exact same thing. And a lot of them are continuing to go through the exact same growing pains of, um, <clears throat> Hey, great. Um, Dave and Chandler helped us. We just got 50 new members this month. This is awesome, right? Well, guess what? I'm still in 1500 square feet and I still only have four squat racks and I still only have 10 right. barbells. What do I do now? Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, lucky for cool. them, we actually, that's part of what we do now. <laughs> we actually so, have, we um, do a good job of that. But yeah, yeah so I mean, long story short, is just get out there. Don't do the same thing that you did before. It's just, it's, it's, they say it's the definition of insane, right? Like you, you go try to solve the problem that you've been having with the same solution yep. over and over and over. And then you expect that you're not going to get back on the forum or, you know, potentially have the exact same experience. Um, the biggest thing we've gone through recently with our company is just rapid growth. We went, we started 2017 with 30 gyms. We ended with around 150 to 160. Um, it's insane. I couldn't, I'm not going to turn people away and say no, just like you guys would all be crazy to say, nah, we, we can only handle five member, new members this month. You're going to take them in and, um, and, it, <laughs> and, and adjust. And, um, yeah, do you, and yeah, you know, work through it. Yeah. I don't know. That's what we've done. That's what we continue to do. Um, and with everybody's support, we can continue making the things better on the feedback that we get and just do something new. Yeah, it's good stuff. And if people do want to get a hold of you, how can um, they get a hold of you? How the can they find you? They can find me at mdiapparel.com. Um, Mary David India, that's for the military guys. I'm military, is probably that's definitely not military phonetics, but my wife is a cop <laughs> as well. Um, so I get it all confused, but. Uh, mdiapparel.com uh, our facebook page is the same um i definitely ask people to try to reach out to our facebook messenger through through dave and chandler and a bunch of other people we've uh worked with in the past we've started taking advantage of all the same type of technology that they have as far as um trying to automate our customer service and have other helpful things and um i don't know about you guys but the other thing that i experience and the thing that we hear a lot from a lot of the people that we start working with is responsiveness um, I get yelled at by my wife nonstop, but I'm responsive. And all I can say is as we grow the business, I want to keep and maintain that responsiveness. It may not be me that you speak to, but I hope and plan that it will be somebody on our team that will have some sort of shift or nighttime shift that we as business owners. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that'd be good. 
I, well, I, I can attest, uh, anybody listening, if you want a printer that actually does not sleep and will answer I, you at 3 true. in the morning, I, you you will. Uh, it is I Eli. I until about 3, and I do talk <laughs> to quite a few of our West Coast uh, affiliates who are like, you know, they're hustling too, right? They're working hard, staying up late programming, and they're up till midnight, 1 o'clock, and they send in a, you know, a, a message to me on my personal one. And uh, I'm like, hey, what's up? How's it going? What do you need? And they're like, oh, what? I'm like, oh, well. Um, so it's not guaranteed, but, <laughs> You're still but again, going. Um, one of our key principles is responsiveness and communication. I'm not going to say we're hundred percent perfect, but that's definitely probably one of our biggest top of mind things. There's nothing more aggravating in today's day and age when somebody has a question and you have to wait to get it answered. Um, yeah, nobody wants to wait. They want the answer right away. That's why messenger is so popular. Even, even though most of us, our problems just, are generally like really not problems, but yeah. Um, yeah. We just need it and we want it but now. The best way to get a hold of us, honestly, email's great, but email like you guys, we check it maybe a few times a day so that we don't get sucked into the long response email game. Um, but as far as Facebook Messenger on the business side is what we're pushing everybody towards. I'm basically trying to tell people if they keep messaging me personally, I'm not going to respond anymore um, because I may have a hundred <laughs> Messenger chat things open during the day and all of a sudden everything gets lost because Messenger Good personally policy. doesn't have all of those. X's and checks and mark out done and unread and all those features. Yeah. And assigning things to team members. It's got all kinds of cool features. But yeah. So if you guys want to get a hold of me, I would encourage you to ask the questions and um, don't ask me what the prices are. And no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, it's, so, it's so much more than that, but reach out, try <laughs> something new. You don't have to use us, but uh, I think it's worth everybody having a conversation about it and actually understanding exactly what we do and and the ones that do awesome um you'll you'll broaden your horizons in terms of like oh crap i didn't even know that that existed yeah i think it's cool i think everybody should go check out eli at least have a conversation with him he talks about kind of enrollment not necessarily like trying to sell you things so it's i think it's a really good opportunity to get your apparel taken care of and have a pretty cool solution and I will, I will tell everybody one last thing, and it sounds like they're pushing me off of this thing because everybody has to go. But Dave left. Um, <laughs> I one of the things that may affect our growth sometimes, I'm, I'm is, and I think a lot of CrossFit gym owners can relate to this 100. percent Is we talk about we're not salespeople, but we are salespeople. Um, one thing I've learned, just like you guys do as CrossFit box owners, is I have done a better and better job, honestly, of vetting the people that we even work with as crazy as that sounds. Um, so ask me questions, reach out to us. I'm not here to sell you on our platform. I'm here to share with you what we do and how we help. Um, and if we're a right fit, then, then perfect. We'd love to have you, but you know, we, we learn basically not to push people into something that they want because it ends up just becoming, um, a disaster. Um, just the same way. I don't know. We see it. I see it on the forums all the time where it's like, how do we get rid of that member or how do we get the clientele that we want? Or how do we niche market and whatever. So <laughs> all the things. All right. Good times. Thanks for coming on. Can I, I agree. So if you're an affiliate owner, uh, make sure you reach out to Eli. Work, but do you guys care if I put a scheduling link into the comments of this podcast? Is that something that's even possible? Yes, you can. Yeah, for sure. So throw the scheduling link in the comments on the Facebook thing right now. I already put the website link and then we'll throw it in the show notes as well so people can jump on there.
we've tried to uh, it should be exciting. step up our game technology wise, um, knowing that everybody's busy. So if my computer would actually work right now, I would post it up there, but it's not. So I guess it. Yeah, just throw it in there when we jump off the show. This is probably just sucking all your power and bandwidth away. So yeah. But it's been Thank fun. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate Good it. Good times. Um, and January 25th is our deadline. Um, everybody should be planning, regardless of who you're working with, honestly. Get it in there. Get it done. Do your team drafts. Pick your team captains. Pick your teams. Plan your parties. Um, you know, do the stuff that's going to make the community thrive. Um, and who cares about the $20 yeah. for the actual CrossFit Open? Does the does HQ watch this? I'm kidding. <laughs> maybe you never know i'm just kidding support i don't know whatever yeah. to each their own support your local box yeah, I, yeah, that's I the goal support, support if you're your an local owner box. That's, what, that's what our business was also centered <laughs> on is just you know whatever you want to buy t-shirts buy them from your box owner you want mean t-shirts buy them from your box that's owner right. you want something funny buy it from your box owner mm -hmm. um support them yeah. they're the ones who need the support they're the ones who show up at 5 a.m and leave at 9 p.m um and then have the whole day off during the day, right? And you wonder what what are they doing? You guys don't do anything during the day. <laughs> yeah, everything um, else, <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> Has good times, takes naps. So thank, I, I appreciate it, guys. Um, thank you very much. And do nothing, right? Everyone just sleeps all day, goes to the beach. <laughs> yeah, good times. It's been real. It's been fun and real fun. We'll see you guys. Tomorrow, maybe, yeah, or whenever we decide to do this Always again. Always enjoy having you We've on. got the stuff posted in the comments for Eli, mdiapparel.com, Eli at mdiapparel.com, and he's going to post the calendar link. I'll put that in the show notes. Picking up the pieces from the sky.